0: Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Dhamma Friends of Mahamehnawa. We're so happy that you could tune in today. It's wonderful to get to spend time with all of you. Do any of you remember the simile the Supreme Buddha gave for doing very small amounts of good things? He said that just like a water pot will eventually get filled even if only a few drops of water fall into the pot at a time. He said that we should remember that even when we do a small good karma, we should never think of it as a small thing. That when we do the good actions that the Supreme Buddha teaches us about, the results always come to us in a great way, much bigger than the action that we did. So today, we'll learn the story of a man who worked for Anātapendika, who tried very hard to follow Pindika's good example, even though he could only do this for a short amount of time. We'll also chant the mitta ni sutta in Pali and English, so... Get your chanting book ready, or click on the show notes link to follow along online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts.
1: Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Namutashe bhagvato arehato Sammasambuddhashe Namotasya bhagvato arehato sammasambuddhasya Namotasya bhagavato arehato sammasambuddhasya Buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi, sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi, dutiyam pi buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi, dutiyam pi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi, Duthiyampi sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Thatiyampi buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Thatiyampi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Thatiyampi sanghaṁ saranaṁ Gachami Sadhu 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 Say after me. I observe the precept of abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing, I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct, I observe the precept of Abstaining from telling lies, I observe the precept of abstaining from taking, intoxicating drinks and drugs. With the refuge of the noble triple gem, I observe these precepts For happiness in this life, For rebirth in heaven, To escape from the sufferings of samsara, may it help me, may it be a blessing. Sadhu, sadhu,
0: sadhu. Namo Buddhaya. I heard from some of you recently that to celebrate Vesak this year, you're thinking about observing the eight precepts. So that reminded me of a story that I know that happened in the time of the Supreme Buddha about a man who observed the eight precepts. Once, there was a group of ascetics, so like monks, but not part of the Mahasangha. Monks like from a different religion. And they were uh, coming back from spending time in the mountains. And on their way back to the village, they stopped at a very beautiful tree. And they sat there, and the older monk, the older ascetic, had the thought, this is such a beautiful tree, there must be some kind of a deva living in this tree. And so he had the wish, uh, I wish that I had some water to drink. I wish that all of us had some water to drink. And the ascetic was correct. There was a deva living in the tree, and that deva brought them water, so they all had water to drink. And then the ascetic had the idea, I wish that we had water to take a bath in. And right away, the deva in the tree provided that. Then the ascetic had the idea, "Mm, I'm so hungry, I wish we had some food. And instantly, the deva provided food for them as well. So after all this, the ascetic thought, I really want to meet this deva. I want to see who this is that's, that has so many powers and that has helped us so much. So he had this wish, may I see the deva in this tree. And sure enough, the deva appeared in front of him. So the ascetics could see this uh, tree deva that had helped them so much. So, of course, what the ascetic wanted to know was, how is it that this tree deva got all of these powers? How is it that they became so beautiful, that they got this beautiful tree to live in, and that they had the psychic powers to make things appear in the way that it did? So, the deva said, Ah, yes, it's true I have these powers, but I don't like to talk about how it is that I came to this situation. And the ascetic said, really? You can tell us. Uh, what, what, what merit did you do? What was it that you did to be reborn with these powers? And the deva again said, no, I don't really, I don't like to talk about it. I'm shy to talk about it. But eventually the ascetic convinced him. And the deva said, okay, here's the situation. I did a very small amount of merit and I'm a little embarrassed that that's all the merit that I did. But that merit that I did was enough that I could be reborn as this powerful Deva. When I was in the human world, I was a a laborer, a worker. And I went from place to place, seeing if people needed jobs done. And so I went to the house of Anat the great disciple of the Supreme Buddha. And I found work in his house. So... One day, I went out to work in the fields, and I worked all day long. But then, when I came back in the evening, they offered me some food. Now, normally, when people would offer me food, when I came back to the house, there would be lots and lots of people eating. But on that day, there was no one else eating. Well, it turns out that that was the oposita day the day that people like to observe eight precepts and not eat after 12 o'clock. But Anath knew that this man was out working. He knew that the man hadn't observed the eight precepts, so he instructed his workers to make food for this man. When the man realized that it was an uposatha day and that everyone else in the house was observing the precepts, he wanted to know, well, is it too late for me to observe the precepts. The workers weren't sure, so they went to Anath Pindaka and asked, and Anath Pindaka said, well, of course, you can, you can start observing the precepts right now. It doesn't matter if you started at the beginning of the day or not, you can observe them for half a day. And so the man was very happy, and he took a bath, put on clean white clothes, and didn't eat the food that was prepared for him. Now, it so happened that because this man had worked so hard that day that he had a disorder in his stomach from not eating, and he started to feel very, very bad. And when Anathapindika heard about this, he came to the man and said, Oh, I hear that you're you're not doing well. Why don't you take some of this sugar? Uh, Why don't you have some of these sweet things? We're allowed to eat these in the evening, even if we're observing the eight precepts. But the man said, no, no, I know that I'm allowed to eat those, but I'm only observing the eight precepts for half a day, so I really don't want to eat anything at all. And Anatha said, you know, please eat these things, you're allowed to eat them. But again the man said, no, no, you, you can eat them. Today I'm going to uh, to not eat anything at all for the rest of the day. Because of this man's great confidence in the Supreme Buddha, his great confidence in keeping the precepts, even though he became very sick, his mind was very calm and peaceful. Unfortunately, we can say, in a way, the next morning, that man passed away from this disorder that he had in his stomach. But the instant that he passed away from the human world, he was reborn in the Deva world because of the dedication that he had to keeping the eight precepts. And the deva explained to these ascetics, that's what it was that I did. I only observed the eight precepts for half a day, but the good karma that comes from observing the eight precepts is so powerful that just from that one action, those few hours that I spent observing the eight precepts, I was reborn as a deva in this beautiful tree and have all the powers that I've shown you. Now, we can think about this for ourselves, can't we? That observing the eight precepts is something that the Supreme Buddha encouraged us to do as much as possible, at least once a month, maybe even more often than that. But this man, he only observed it for half a day. And some of you may also only be able to observe the eight precepts for half a day. But we need to remember that keeping the precepts like this is such strong good karma that even if we just do it for a short time, it's still beneficial. Because when we're practicing the eight precepts, we're practicing things connected with renunciation. So this is a very important word that we learn and need to understand to understand why it is the Supreme Buddha, teaches us to do the things that he does. Now in some situations, we don't let people eat in the evening because we're punishing them. Right? If you misbehave really badly, maybe your parents will say, okay, no food for you tonight. That's not what the Supreme Buddha is doing when he gives us the eight precepts. What he's doing is teaching us how to practice renunciation, how to practice being happy with few things being happy with eating just in one time of the day. And when we're happy with that, then we can be happy knowing that we don't need external things, we don't need food to make us happy. Because many people think that they have to have food to be happy. But in fact, most people eat more food than they need to. And... Observing the eight precepts, one of the precepts is that we don't eat in the afternoon. And this is a great way for us to see that, yes, we can actually spend our time very happily, even if we can't eat. That in this samsara, there's many, many times when we're not able to eat. But usually when people face that, they're very sad. They think maybe even that it will destroy them. But when we train under the Supreme Buddha's instructions, then we know, ah, sometimes giving up something gives us even more happiness, that we know we don't always need these external things to make us happy. So when you have the chance to observe the eight precepts, whether it's for a whole day or for a half a day or even just for a few hours, I want you to always remember the story of this man who just observed the precepts very carefully for half a day, and because of that action, had wonderful results, very powerful results in his life. And not only with the eight precepts, but whatever amount of merit that we're able to collect in the Buddha sasana, we should remember that this is not a small thing, that it's something very powerful, that it always gives good results in the future. So, may All of you have the opportunity to observe the eight precepts, even if it's just for a short amount of time, to practice the Supreme Buddha's teachings on renunciation, and to experience happiness from this. So, through recollecting this Deva's merit, through remembering the Supreme Buddha's teachings, may we soon experience for ourselves the supreme bliss of Nibbāna in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Mittani Sangsa Sutta Turn to page 155 in your chanting book. Now we're going to recite the Mittani sanksa Sutta, the benefits of friendship. These were verses spoken by the Supreme Buddha in one of his previous lives as the Bodhisattva. You know, friendships are one of the most important things we can have in life, aren't they? If you ask your parents, I'm sure they can tell you about friends that they have, even from when they were your age. Sometimes we need to work especially hard to keep up our friendships. Especially... Sometimes we need to pay... Sometimes, we need to work really hard to keep up our friendships, especially if we have to be far away from our friends. So, as you chant this sutta, try and think of ways that you can maintain these friendships even when we can't see our friends very often. Now, let's chant together.
2: Namo Tassa Bhagavato arhato Samma Sambuddhas Namo Tasse Bhagavato Arhat Samma Sambuddhas Namo Tasse Bhagavato Arhat Samma Sambuddhas Pahuta Bhakho Bhavati Vipavutto sakadharam bahunang upajivanti He who maintains
3: genuine friendship will Whenever he goes far out of his home Receive an abundance of hospitality Many will obtain, they are living through Him.
2: Yanyan janapadanyati Nigame rajadhaniyo Sabbath pujito hoti HE WHO
3: MAINTAINS GENUINE FRIENDSHIP WILL WHATEVER COUNTRY, VILLAGE OR TOWN HE VISITS, BE HONOURED
2: EVERYWHERE. Nāsacyora pasahanti nāti manyeti khattiyo He who maintains genuine friendship
3: Will not be overpowered by robbers The king will not look down upon him He will triumph over all his enemies.
2: Akudho sagh rangeti, sabhay patinandito, nyati nang utamohoti, yomitananadubhati.
3: He who maintains genuine friendship. Returns home with feelings of kindness, rejoices in the assemblies of people, and becomes the chief among his relatives.
2: Sakatva sakato hoti garu hoti sagarvo. Vanna bhato hoti He who
3: maintains genuine friendship, being hospitable to others, in turn receives hospitality, being respectful to others. In turn, receives respect, he enjoys
2: both praise and beauty. Puja kolabhati puja, vand ko pati vandha naṁ yaso papoṭi He who maintains genuine
3: friendship, being a giver, in turn he receives gifts, being worshipful to others, in turn he is worshipped, he attains prosperity and
2: fame, Agyatha Pajjalati Devatava Virochati Sriya Ajahito Hoti
3: He who maintains genuine friendship Shines like a fire And is radiant as a deity Never will prosperity forsake
2: him. ga tasa tas pajayanti khette Puttanam-phalam-asnati asnati He
3: who maintains genuine friendship WILL HAVE MANY BREEDING CATTLE WHAT IS SOWN IN THE FIELD WILL FLOURISH HIS
2: CHILDREN WILL ACHIEVE SUCCESS IN LIFE Darito TO PABBHATATO RUKHATO PATITO NARO CHUTO pati thang LABHATI Yomitanan Dubhati He who maintains
3: genuine friendship, should he fall from a cliff, mountain or tree, he
2: will always be protected. Virul Moola Santanam NIGRADHA MALUTO AMITANA PASAHANTI YOMITANA Dubhati He who maintains genuine
3: friendship cannot be overthrown by enemies, even as the deep-rooted banyan tree. Cannot be uprooted by the wind.
2: Etena satchena suvatti
3: By this truth may they be well-being.
2: Salu, Salu,
0: I'm so happy that we were able to spend time together today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. I really like the story that we learned today because it reminds me that we should not be afraid to start something even if we're going to be a little late, like this man who was late to start observing the eight precepts on the Uposita. I think many of us in that man's position might have just given up and skipped observing the eight precepts. So, we can remember his example and not be shy to start to do something good, even if we're a little late. Now let's share merits. Today, in this short amount of time, we've done many wholesome actions, by body, by speech, and by mind. We've gone for refuge, you've taken the precepts, we learned this story about the man who got such good results from only observing uposata for half a day. And we recited the mitta sutta the benefits of friendship. So, when we do meritorious actions like this, we like for others to rejoice in this merit. So, may all heavenly beings rejoice in this merit. May they protect the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma. May they protect those who practice this Dhamma. And may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation, sad, sad, sad. And may our teacher Lokuswanyongsa, may all of our teachers, our parents, our relatives, our friends, may they all rejoice in this merit, and may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of nibbana. In this Gautama Buddha's dispensation, sad, 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 namo buddhaya.